Think about a time you've come across someone who possesses something special. Imagine taking ordinary topics and viewing them through their lens. Welcome to Success Shorts, insights that challenge us to be extraordinary. Let's go. I'm Aurel Chanel, and today we're joined by Dustin Wilson. Dustin is a master sommelier and one of the stars of the hit documentary series, Somme. And he's also the co-owner of the New York City and San Francisco-based wine boutique shop, Burb Wine. Dustin, it's great to have you. Great to be here. Thank you so much. I'm stoked for everyone to hear what you have to share with us today. But first, as always, I want everyone to have the chance to get to know you. So we're going to have a little fun with this, and we're going to play Two Truths and a Lie. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's hear what you got. So I was rated number one server at the TGI Fridays where I worked. I attended four different elementary schools, and I used to play the tuba in band class. So I do know a bit about you from when I recorded a podcast with you in the past. I'm going to say that the server at TGI Fridays is definitely true. The four elementary schools and tuba would be what's left. And I, if I recall correctly, you moved around a lot. So I'm going to say that the four schools is correct and that the lie is the tuba. That is correct. I did. I was in the band, but I played saxophone, actually, not tuba. It was fun to recall some of those things from the past, but obviously that's not what you're here to talk with us about today. So what are you going to lay on us? So today I wanted to talk about the importance of embracing your vulnerabilities. It's not the topic I expected you to pick, but I'm really excited to get into this with you. So long story short, when did you begin to realize the importance of vulnerability and how did you really decide to embrace it? It was a subconscious thing, but I think it was when I moved to Colorado and started working at Frosca many years ago. It became very clear very quickly that when I started at that job that I was kind of underprepared and I just didn't really know anything about anything. That was the very first restaurant job where I felt really overwhelmed and really inadequate for the job I was doing. And at first, it was it was really difficult to get through that. And I think, you know, it was compounded by the fact that I was in this environment in Boulder, Colorado, where most of my colleagues, work friends, etc., were all like Ironman athletes or marathon runners or pro cyclists or these like elite athletic people on top of being really savvy when it came to food and wine. And I just, I was way out of my element. I didn't realize it then, I don't think at the time, but it started to point out to me, just because you're not great at this right now, just because you maybe feel a little inadequate at the moment, just because you don't know what these people know, doesn't mean that you don't belong there. It doesn't mean that you can't grow into it. But as time went on and I slowly kind of improved and got better and that gave me a nice boost of confidence. But fast forward a few years later, that memory of that feeling has given me the confidence to walk into a lot of other situations that I probably otherwise would not have because I would be scared because I would be too worried about what people thought or I'd be too worried that I wasn't good enough or was too worried that I didn't have what it takes to succeed in a challenging situation. So I think if you can get to the point where you do embrace what you're not good at, what you don't know and what scares you and be okay with it and just work through that. For me, that's proven to be something that has led to some success over time. What you're saying is by embracing your vulnerability, it allowed you to start to recognize maybe some of what your blind spots were going into it, but also it gave you the hope that you can begin to start to address them and 
and grow and evolve based off of just simply being okay with the fact that you weren't all those things yet, but you could be. Yes. I think different people react to insecurities or their vulnerabilities in different ways. You know, we may want to hide those things. We may want to keep other people from finding out that we're not good at something or that we're not ready for this or, you know, we kind of fake it until you make it sort of thing. But I think if you walk into a situation, you know exactly where your weak points are and you're able to isolate them and not throw them off or not try to hide them, but actually expose them and say, be okay with them and say, I'm not good at this and I need to get better at this. And I need to lean into this a little bit more instead of kind of running away from it. I think that it can really change a lot of outcomes in, in a variety of situations, not just your professional life. I couldn't agree more with that. So you've obviously recognized these spots and you actively worked on improving them. So vulnerability has played a big role into how things have gone professionally. Can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, I think the way that I got to this topic is I've found that I tend to dive into things without really thinking through the potential consequences or the heavy risks that are involved. And you know, I was speaking with my girlfriend the other night and just saying like, why is it that I didn't have any problem just quitting my job at 11 Madison Park and opening Verve? Or why is it that I just was fine going for the MS exam and just continuing to push through it and taking failure a few times and keeping going, you know, and why do I jump into some business opportunities that I, I frankly have no <laughs> real business being in, but I, I kind of jump into it anyway, kind of jump into the deep end and then figure out how to swim as I'm in there. And we're trying to get to the root of like why that is. Why do I do that? What I realized that I've become comfortable with is that I recognize what I'm not good at and I recognize what I can and can't do. And, you know, maybe part of this is could be defined as self-awareness, but I think the biggest thing is not hide behind it, but really just embrace it. Because when you do, it, it kind of frees you up to think about things in a different way. It's been really useful to me and has given me a lot of courage in the long run to look at things that maybe have, would have seemed out of reach and they no longer seem that way. What you're saying is that if you just shut down and you avoided instances where you didn't have to grow based off of who you weren't in a situation, you would have never gotten to the point where you're comfortable. It's a good way to be. So when you think about the, the folks who are listening, some of them are adventurous and they're willing to take these risks. Others, you know, they do rely on their vulnerability and then others aren't, aren't necessarily risk takers or they may kind of have that feeling of, I don't know, inadequacy or if it's maybe a bit of an imposter syndrome or whatever it might be. What do you think they can take away from hearing what you shared and begin to apply to themselves today or tomorrow? I think the first thing that needs to happen is you need to kind of look inside of yourself and recognize how it is that you may deal with some of those vulnerabilities or insecurities or, or however you want to define them. Look at how you allow them to affect you and the decisions that you make because of that. And if you're unhappy with the outcomes of those decisions, then maybe you need to kind of reexamine how you allow those things to impact you. You'll find, I think, that if you run away from those vulnerabilities and don't just kind of meet them head on, you're going to end up with potentially a lot of regrets. So I think it's important to do a little self-evaluation first to kind of check yourself and say, all right, how am I dealing with these things? And if you find that, you know, in reality, and you got to be honest with yourself, if you are escaping them or running from them, you make the conscious decision to, to see what happens if you don't, you know, see what happens if you just say, you know what, screw it. This scares me and I'm really like, I know I'm not amazing at this, but I'm going to put myself out there anyway and do it. 
my guess is that most of the time you're going to be pretty stoked about the outcome. I think that's something we can all start with beginning today. And I realize that it's not going to be easy for many to be vulnerable. It even kind of goes against evolution if you think about it. But that's why you really have to be present and acknowledge it. And as we just heard from Dustin, it does pay off because vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation, creativity, and change. And yes, that's a quote from Brene Brown. But could you really expect me to go a whole episode about vulnerability and not quote her? Anyhow, that sums up Dustin in a few short words, and it'll sum up you if you give vulnerability a chance. Well, that's it for this episode of Success Shorts. Hopefully you found today's topic useful, and remember, have fun, stay curious, be vulnerable, and keep it short. Sure.